definitely human. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey guys, welcome to Back to Earth, a podcast about roots. I'm Charlie May, this is episode 7 and it's spring. And today I'm getting started on my next big project. When I was in London in lockdown, one of the main things I fantasised about was having a green space of my own where I could actually grow things. I used to get um, an odd box delivered each week. It was basically a sustainable box that had wonky fruit and veg that were rescued from the supermarket. The supermarkets didn't want it because it was so wonky and weird. And I'm just thinking, how amazing would it be if I could grow my own fruit and veg that was all wonky and weird um, and I could pick it from the garden and decide what I want to eat that day and what I wanted to cook with. In between the farmhouse and the studio, there is a courtyard with a walled garden. It used to be the old farm sheds. And when I was a kid, it was actually like more garden and it was grass and some fruit trees. And then my parents dug down and exposed the sort of skeleton of the old farmyard walls. And now it's cobbled on the lead up and then it's just bare earth. It's sort of graveled halfway through and there are big square patches of where we used to have um, fruit and veg and now it's just uh, sort of mud. There's a glass greenhouse in the middle that's surrounded with some old like railway sleepers and there's a couple of uh, cemented in sort of high troughs um, that my mum has raspberries in. We have various troughs surrounding it which are full of sort of like old herbs and things there's a rhubarb in there somewhere and the wall is kind of patchworked it's got old cob it's got stone it's got cinder block bricks it's sort of a mishmash of all kinds of different things over the years of how it's probably fallen down and been patched up farmers back in the day wouldn't have you know spent exuberant amount of money on an old um, sort of farm building so there's so many things I can see that I want to do with this garden. Every sort of corner and crevice and square, I have inspirations of how I would like to transform it over the next few months. Um, I guess it's time to go and find my partner in crime, Mum. <laughs> this is what your dad used to use. You put that in the ground and then it twists and then you've got your line. Oh, so we use Perfect. that one, um, a fork and a spade. Bang wall up. So what are we doing today? 
we are going to um, turn over the soil so that the cold weather that we've still got to come will condition the soil. It'll break down naturally and then it'll all be ready to rake into a nice fine tilth for when we want to plant the plants. So we've got a fork and a spade and we're about to just stick it in the ground, turn it over and then we put um, a plastic sheet over the top to keep the heat in. Yeah. And then we get to grow our own veg. We get to grow our own veg. Yeah. Absolutely. All we right. need to then get excited about buying seeds. <laughs> Let's go. It's just a question of letting the air into it like this. Got it. All right. And we'll work all the way along and then we'll use... Thank you. Like a scissor movement. So I've been in with the spade, now I'm going in with the fork in a scissor movement to break up the soil. It's so windy. Yeah, I'm so excited about doing this veg patch. It's starting to get quite hot actually. So I think I deserve a bit of a break from that. Time to go pester mum in the second greenhouse and see what she's up to. Uh, the second greenhouse is kind of more of a potting on shed, um, full of trays and soil and pots and things. The other greenhouse is currently empty and needs a wash down, but it is uh, usually full of uh, tomatoes and cucumbers and such. <sighs> um, back when we had a veg patch, um, were you in charge of it or was it mostly dad? Oh, your dad was totally in charge of vegetables. We had this agreement. He would do the veg garden and I would look after all the flower garden. And so I was one side of the wall and he was the other. And I didn't have too much involvement apart from, you know, what do you think we should plant this year in the way of seeds? And then he would, one of the memories I have of him, he would, after breakfast, he would get up from the breakfast table to go out into the garden and he would off his eyebrows with his hand and he would say what would my lady like from the vegetable garden today <laughs> and I'd give him a list of what I want right oh my lady I'll bring it in <laughs> and he would lady of the manor yes exactly it was a little standing joke <laughs> what was the what was his favorite kind of veg what did he plant oh he loved tomatoes were his main love tomatoes runner beans Broad beans he adored. You um, hate broad beans. I don't, don't like broad beans. I don't like the fact... Well, if you take the outer shell off, they're all right, but I just don't get the excitement that he did over them. <laughs> he liked them when they were grey. Oh, no! <laughs> Him proud. and my mother both, they would love them like that. Cooked into submission. No, not for me. <laughs> he liked tomatoes in a tomato sandwich. He would love that for breakfast. Nice fresh bread with the tomatoes straight out of the greenhouse. Yum. That was his favourite. You can definitely taste the difference between tomatoes you grow yourself and the ones yes. you buy in the supermarket don't taste like anything. Oh, well, they don't. They have no smell. They have no taste. You've got to taste the sunshine. Raspberries was the other thing he loved, which is why we've got such a big raspberry bed. He adored raspberries. We had them for lunch every day in the season. There you go. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. <laughs> This is definitely a good way to get fit and healthy anyway. It's just sort of doing a little bit in the garden every day. I feel so much healthier since coming down here. We're walking every single day, uh, five kilometers. Drinking less, walking more, eating better, less takeaways. God, we really are the best versions of ourselves down here. Who needs a class pass registration going to all these sort of 
spin cycle classes and stuff in London that I do miss because of just how bonkers they were. Oh, I'm preferring the kind of more relaxed lifestyle of this for sure. So the sound you could just hear was me throwing rubble into a wheelbarrow. I'm annoyed with myself because last year when I was helping mum with the garden, sort of taking down the unused veg patch and things and turning it, we were going to turn it into a paved garden. So any uneven patches or holes in the floor, I filled with builder's rubble and any big stones that I could find. And so now we're trying to turn it back into a veg patch and have nice tilled soil. I was like, where's all this rubble come from? And then I suddenly remembered it was me last year sticking rubble in any old hole. Oh, so... Now just going through uh, so I can turn the other side of the veg patch. Um, it's only one corner that's got the issue. So yeah, just working on that now. It's a gorgeous sunny day. Um, you can hear the birds. The sky is so blue. It really feels like spring. God, the ground's so compact. Oh. So I'm just turning the soil over the other side. Um, I start by making a line with, I don't know what it is, it's kind of a rusty bit of old metal with a bit of string attached that you can wind around to create a straight line. And then I'm going in with a spade and creating a razor sharp line to kind of mark out the edge of the veg bed. And then after that, I'll go in with a fork and turn everything over and loosen up the soil. This side's a bit more tricky because it wasn't used back when even we had a veg patch. I don't think this corner was used. So the soil hasn't been uh, turned in a really long time. So I'm finding it pretty hard work. <laughs> so the greenhouse that I was, the other greenhouse that I was talking about is in the middle of the veg patch. It's sort of a bit um, green and moldy because it's been unfortunately left to sort of its own demise for the last four years. Um, but mum is on the case. I've weeded it, prepared the beds around the edge and now I'm just going to wash all the glass, make sure it's all free of any gunk so that there's no germs flying around when we put the seedlings in. I've got to wash down this staging, do the... Um, trays? Trays, that's the word. <laughs> do the trays and clean them out so it's all nice and clean, like a hospital ward, <laughs> all ready for its patients. <laughs> I'm turning over the soil. I'm finding a lot of bindweed. Is that a problem? Oh, Lots yeah, of roots be, of bindweed. Yeah, dig up as much of it as you can. I'm trying. But unfortunately, you will never... Are you sure it's bindweed? Yeah. Not stinging nettles? No, I pulled up a couple of stinging nettles, but no, the bindweed, I know it. Yes. I know what the roots are. Unfortunately, like. with that, if you break off a tiny bit, even a millimetre, it'll... Well, that's what Start I'm feeling like when I when I push the fork in and I pull it up, I can tell it's all tearing and then You've I've got, got lots of bits. You it's need to so dig annoying. down lower and lower and lower. To, you'll never get to the bottom. I mean, all you can do is turn it over and then just keep turning it over. And, yeah. You know, hopefully. Is, it, is it coming in from the field next door? No, it's always been there. Ugh. The last time anything grew in there, it was peas. Right. Your dad had umpteen rows of peas, sugar snap peas. Is that why it's kind of in mounds? Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. can see horse flies buzzing around. I've got my arms out. Concerned. Yeah, it will be all sorts. Yes. Yeah. Will I get munched on? Don't know how sweet your skin is. <laughs> Very sweet. If it's anything like me, they'll munch away and have a lovely time. <laughs> they never bit your dad, but they have a go at me. So next we've got to tackle this tabry bush. A tabry bush, if you haven't heard of it before, because I know I certainly never had, is a mix between a raspberry and a blackberry. They produce huge berries, probably about an inch long, um, that look a bit like a raspberry berry, so they're pink, uh, pinkish red, but they're super tasty, quite tart and sweet. 
kind of just how you would imagine a mix between a raspberry and a blackberry, I suppose. So at the moment, it's kind of dominating the space um, and we want to bring it back into line and whip it into shape. <laughs> it's a sprawling bramble mess, isn't it? Like... Yes, it's just like <laughs> tentacles all over the ground. It runs big red shoots all over. Look, they go right up there, 15 feet away. Look, Blimey. it hits your toe in it if you're not careful. Yeah. If we trellis this table along, yes, the birds, the birds won't, won't be able to eat it all. They'll have a go, yeah. the bits they can reach, but it'll be a fair contest. At the yeah. moment, the birds have been having it all. So this is the kind of thing I get excited about growing, is something that you wouldn't find in the supermarket. Yes. Weird, like, heritage fruit and veg and, you know, yes. unusual things like golden beetroot and things like that. We're going to have to do tomatoes and cucumbers in the greenhouse. Yes. Um, and you only really want one cucumber because they grow so many. My sister... She's giving them away in the village. She can't. She <laughs> makes cucumber soup. She cucumber um, she soup. puts cucumbers in her gin and tonic because it's nice. It's actually much nicer than lemon. It was her that was telling me that um, you can treat them like a courgette. So I started yes. cooking them and just throwing them into curries and things, and actually they're delicious. Oh really? Yeah. Oh well. I only ever ate it cold in a salad, really. Yes. Yes. Or in a sandwich. Well, that's the old-fashioned way, isn't it? Nobody'd been adventurous enough, but yeah, why not? I mean, these two troughs here have got mint in. Um, Do they need to be cut back? They're looking a bit sort of well, tumbleweedish. Um, look, this is the new mint coming up through there. That's mint. Oh, yeah. Good for the mojitos. Yeah. David will be happy. Um, <laughs> I mean, we can just snip that off and yeah. then the new shoots will come. This is um, weed. This is charlock. That needs to go. Well, let's cut it off and then weed it. Well, yeah. Absolutely, all gets done because this is all. This was a dumping ground before, so there's lots of dead stuff. Actually, I this had was where the compost, compost yeah. bins here, which is this is all eggshells. <laughs> it doesn't break down, does it? It's funny. It looks down, like gravel they or take something. A long, long time. And the other thing I hadn't realised, I was gaily putting in all the tea bags, and of course didn't realise they were plastic, so they never broke down. So when oh, I was no. spreading the compost in the garden, I was having to. All the tea had gone from inside them. Yeah but the bags were still there empty. It's weird. It's like microplastics you don't think of, isn't it? Like a tea bag, you just wouldn't assume. So this is an old railway sleeper. We have uh, the greenhouse sort of drilled into them because they're so heavy, um, but we also have some of the veg patch sort of surrounded and boxed in by them. Dad was a little bit of a hoarder and he wouldn't let anybody throw anything away without him first going through it to see if there was anything he could use it for. Um, so it was a little bit sort of haphazard to sort of get around. Dad used to be friends with a guy who uh, did conservatories or something. And, you know, whenever he'd go to the dump, he would come via our house and uh, dad would take, you know, giant windows and I don't know, <laughs> all kinds of stuff. Very much like farmer attitude of sort of salvage, reuse, you know, didn't want to throw anything away, uh, which is admirable. But yeah, the whole place did just look like a mess. Bless him. He had the right ideas, but it was a bit of an eyesore. <laughs> it was his way of doing things, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it functioned and he had all sorts growing inside here. He had so many tomatoes one year, we didn't know what to... In fact, we've still got some in the freezer now and they go into the chutney. Oh, yum. Yeah. I remember the the glut of onions we had one year. They were all over the um, the carport, and we had onion soup for every lunchtime. He grew so many onions. He moved down here, and he had onions in that bit. 
That was all onions, um, which just below the studio, which was then transferred into. He decided then to build a fruit cage, and we had black currants, red currants, gooseberries, raspberries, strawberries. You name it, it was all in there underneath all these fruit cages. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant, but, you know, it was fruit with everything and we were just getting rather large around the beam because if you have all this fruit, you've got to have cream with it, haven't you? (laughs) Oh, yeah, you've got to. (laughs) Cream and sugar. Yeah. Yeah, Dad didn't do anything by halves, did he? He did everything like a farmer, so fed the village. If you're going to grow something, have at least an acre of it. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's the only way he knew. Yeah, it's beautiful. The moon's so big today. Yeah. Oh, oh. my jeans. I know. I I wore nice trousers today too, and I've kind of got them covered in soil gardening. But hey, oh, it's been such a nice day today, hasn't it? Yes, so. it's been lovely, really lovely. And now to be able to sit out in the sun for five minutes and enjoy it. Yeah. Great. Here he is. Oh, I this say, looks great. They look Good. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I thought it was quite apt that we do cocktails, considering that every single garden thing we seem to talk about, everything leads back to a drink. You know, oh, cucumbers, they're great in a gin and tonic, and oh, mint, they're great for mojitos. Yes, so, exactly. cheers. Cheers. <laughs> yes. Of course, um, I don't know if you hear it in the recording or not, but we should mention there's a southeasterly wind today, which kind of carries the noise of the traffic. So there's a light hum in the background. You're like of... such a farmer now. <laughs> what do you mean? Talking about winds. Look, I think one of the things that surprised me most about moving to Devon was that I really thought it was going to be, you know, raining all the time. And how am I going to cope? You know, the L- London in the southeast or in the east is, you know, quite warm compared to Devon. I'm sorry, am I boring you? <laughs> no, just David just nice. yawned. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have heard it. Oh, OK. <laughs> but actually, one of the things that surprised me the most about being down here is the winds, the Atlantic winds. They're really, you know, yeah. quite something. So, yes, I know the wind directions and, you know. And I guess the fact that, you know, when it's cold, like we had beast from the east, it was a northeasterly and now it's warm because it's a southeasterly, you know, north, cold, south, warm. It's not much to it. The pattern changed since you lived here because of global warming. The temperatures have changed tremendously in the, oh, yeah, the winter that. weather. And I um, never remember it being this windy no, as a child. No, it wasn't. We get more rain now. And then when we get the sun, it bakes. It's really, you know, we get really Mediterranean sunshine, which we never used to have. Yeah. So it, it is all changing. Mm. Oh, that's good. This is going down rather well. Yes, gin and tonic, nothing fancy. Oh, that's good with cucumbers. We were discussing what to do for a cocktail and you wanted to do whiskey sours or something and I said maybe that's a bit too heavy for an afternoon. (laughs) If you say so. (laughs) My mother-in-law isn't keen on whiskey anyway. Well, Charlie wasn't keen on whiskey until she had a whiskey sour. That's true, that turned me. I do love a whiskey sour. Looking forward to doing this more all throughout the summer. You've got too much work on. You, you'll think you'll be spending all this time drinking in the garden, but you won't. I was saying that to mum yesterday about going to the beach. You know, now that we actually live here, we're never going to have time to go to the beach. Yes, we'll be outside gardening and, you know, been enjoying the weather. I've gone to the beach. <laughs> well, as a kid, you used to take me to the beach I, after school. I took but you yeah, and your you brother. Made, yeah. Yes, I made the effort every night after school while the weather was nice. We would, I would pack a picnic and pick you up from school and we'd go to the beach. We were all down the beach having fun and your dad was up here in the sheep sheds. <laughs> so that'll be us now. We'll be in yes. the sheep sheds. We're taking his place. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, look at me, Dad. Now Charlie May is wearing the farmer trousers. And now to wait for a sign that he's proud of me. In the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram at Back to Earth Podcast and on Twitter at Back to Earth Pod. Music is by John Day. Artwork is by Eric Chow. And this episode was edited by David Knight. Thanks them and thanks you. And if you're supporting us on Patreon, stay tuned for our after show series, Hashtag Farm Life. This week, we'll be talking about just how janky Dad's old veg patch really was. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash definitely human. Back to Earth is a definitely human production. Okay, bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.